When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this first day of February 2024. It's Thursday morning, which means it's everyone's a winner Thursday right here on the morning show. We like to set the scene nice and early so you can get involved. one 1170 All you got to do, buy into everything that we are throwing at you this morning and you are in with a chance of winning. So thanks for your company on 1170am. In Sydney, of course, where it's going to be cloudy and 28 in the city, 31 in our west today. And if you're joining us on the SEN app, make sure you uh, come and have your say on 0457 736 736. That's our text line. But what I want you to do this morning is pick up the phone and get involved with our new segment, which is Thrash It Out Thursday. So the simple premise here is we're going to debate and you decide whether we're right or or wrong. And on that, it's a big welcome to our program to Coach Kay, who's in charge of all the buttons this morning. We'll hear from you. Good to have you as part of the show, mate. So you're going to be part of Thrash It Out Thursday with 2am Tommy and our listeners. And three topics up for conversation this morning. We'll be catching up a little bit later on with Ashton Sims, of course, who played a couple of seasons over in North America for the Toronto Wolfpack. We're now 31 days away from the NRL season opener in Las Vegas. And we've broken down this issue to the nth degree. But in Thrash It Out Thursday this morning, we're going to pose the question, the NRL's American adventure, is it worth it or not? There are many reasons behind why the NRL is heading over to Las Vegas in 31 days' time. And we've covered them all here. So now it's down to crunch time. Do you reckon it's worth it having a shot or not? We'll discuss that this morning. There's a fair bit of news around the world of golf and the live slash PGA Tour issue that's been bubbling along, and they've got a deal, well, half a deal. And I'll give you the details behind that. But the PGA Tour has reached a deal with an American-based sports group. They are a bunch of billionaire sports team owners, essentially, and they're going to pump initially $1.5 billion into the PGA Tour, the new look PGA corporation essentially I'll take you through what it should mean and perhaps how it's all going to finally settle down because we're at the point Ian for those of you who are around and remember Super League put it in Super League terms what's happening in, in golf is essentially what we've already seen in rugby league throughout Super League and we're getting to that point now where the war's been on the money's gone crazy and now the parties are going to come back together in a different look. But in my opinion, it's going to come down to this as a fan of golf and a viewer of golf 
and a payer of subscriptions to watch golf. It'll come down to whether you want to watch golf because of the players or you want to watch golf because of the format. Do you want to watch the PGA Tour kind of golf? Let's call it the traditional style of golf. We'll take the majors out of it because it's got the great players in it, because it's best of the best up against the rest. Or do you want to watch format of golf because it's changed and it's going to continue to change? So think of the new format of golf in BBL terms. So who or what decides the future success of golf? And here's a good one, the pub test. Now, you might have seen or heard about the four sporting greats that rocked up to the pub yesterday and everyone went a bit wild about it. And it's popped up in the newspapers today. So we've got a photo of Ash Barty walking in. We've got a photo of Damien Oliver walking in. We've got a photo of the great John Aloisi walking in and also Alexander Volkanovsky. They're all there essentially to do what we believe is a massive television commercial. So what we're going to do this afternoon, or sorry, this morning, is play the pub test game. Let's say those four stars are there. You're about to walk into the pub, and we all remember this in COVID days where somebody had to go out for you to go in. Well, guess what? One of those four sporting stars has got to go out so you can get in. And you have to be the person responsible to say who goes out. You're invited in. you got to kick one out. Are you kicking out Ash Barty? Are you kicking out Damien Oliver? Are you kicking out John Aloisi? Or are you kicking out Volkanovsky? We'll thrash that one out a little bit later on this morning, but you can have your say. And the best, uh, well, the best shout-out for those topics will win a new prize this morning, a Ream-branded Cool Cabana, right? You know what the Cool Cabana story is at the moment where you've got to be in it to win it. And this one's branded by Ream. You can install a Ream. You'll always be in hot water at home. And you can chill on the beach in your own Ream-branded Cool Cabana. And uh, we're looking forward to that. So we'll do that a little bit later. Thrash it out Thursday. Plus our last listener standing quiz, a Signet Boost Power Bank up for that. Uh, Ricky Ponting's going to join us a little bit later this morning. He features in the quiz, so too does Super Bowl, and some travel advice. So there you go. I told you everyone's a winner on this Thursday morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let's get into the issues of the day. The Kiwis appear to be giving Wayne Bennett a lot of flexibility here. The green light for possibly a club and national job. So they've confirmed that Wayne Bennett will be allowed to juggle a head coaching role and the vacant Kiwis coaching position despite, despite not being that flexible when Michael Maguire's tenure came back up again, essentially, and the state of origin job was on the line. Let's not forget Michael Maguire's last test as head coach of the Kiwis. 30-0 win over Australia. Is there anything else you'd want to put on the table to say there's a fairly compelling argument to have my job back if I want it and possibly some flexibility around some other stuff that I wanted to do? Well, they don't want to do that. But with Wayne Bennett, which I said yesterday is a no-brainer of an appointment if he's in the running, they're saying, well, hang on a second, we need to be flexible. At the moment, Greg Peters said, he's told the Herald, at the moment, Wayne's applied to be head coach of the Kiwis. There's work to be done during the year with connections to playing groups and monitoring players, potentially camps, but the nature of the role means you could have another job in club land. So there's the flexibility that they're willing to give Wayne Bennett that they weren't willing to give Michael Maguire. Now, sure, one's a club position, 
The other one is a pathway position, essentially, for the Australian jumper through State of Origin. So should the Kiwis been, in your opinion, have been as flexible with Madge as they are being with Wayne Bennett? Let us know this morning, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Look, you've bought into the pub test straight away. Roland from Penrith is on the line. Good morning to you, mate. We're going to thrash it out on this Thursday morning. So let's say you're about to go into the pub. Four of those stars are in there, but one of them you've got to kick out. Who are you kicking out between Ash Barty, Damien Oliver, John Aloisi and Volkanovski? Matt, welcome to 2024. I haven't spoken yet this year, so let's start with that. Yeah. However, Ash Barty would be the one I would say goodbye to. No issue in the world. I'm not a tennis fan. Nothing about tennis impresses me. And other than her, the rest of the tennis world are pretty entitled people as far as I'm concerned. Oh. So I've got nothing to do. I, I wouldn't be there. Oh, so you're just not an... I don't think, Roland, honestly, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they're not an Ash fan. How are you going to get past the bouncer? So, I said I wasn't a tennis fan. Okay, okay, you're not a tennis fan. All right, mate. Okay, I, I'm. I, I can. I can juggle that one, so to speak. But that's interesting. That's interesting, Roland, because as we were spitballing this in the office, we were throwing out the fact that possibly nobody would ring up this morning and say Ash is going to go. But you're the first caller through and you're the one that said Ash is going to go because you're not a tennis fan. All right, mate, thank you for that. Appreciate it. The Warrior Holic from Wellington's on the line as we cover all of our issues this morning on 1300 one 1170. Love this debate. Buy on in. Wayne Bennett and the Kiwis job Warrior Holic. I mean, in my opinion, if Bennett's in the running, he's got to be in position A. He's in the mayor's office to take this job. But the flexibility issue means that the Kiwis are essentially going to have to backtrack. How do you see it? So just a quick insight. Like I put a poll up on my Instagram and had about 200 replies and got 97% um, in favour of them coming. So I think in general, um, Kiwi fans are in favour. And for me, the big difference here is um, it, w- it wasn't the split role per se with Madge. It was a conflict mm. of interest when you have a guy like Felix Crossland yep. who's eligible for both. Does he prioritise? So I don't think it's the mixed role because mm. it's not a full-time role, right, in international footy. So I don't, I don't see it as the same thing. Um, I have no problem with Wayne coming over. But as long as it's mm. kind of a, a transition to developing a Kiwi coach who we don't have at the moment, that's reality. We don't have guys capable of delivering. So that's why we have to go to Australia. Mm. Who would you put, if you're going to go Wayne Bennett, and I understand what you're saying too, which I which I which I did point out, there is a difference between a clubland coach and a pathways, essentially, coach here, which is where the conflict came in from the Kiwi side. But just say you're going to get Wayne Bennett, who would you put in underneath him to, to foster that next Kiwi coach? I think it's only really a guy like Nathan Kalis. I mean, I don't think Stacey, you know, he's open, um, Stacey Jones is openly, but he doesn't really want to be a head coach. He's more of a technical guy. So Nathan Kalis is the only guy that, that jumps to mind for me to be honest, but there may be younger guys and pathways that I don't know. But yeah, Nathan Kalis, I'd say. All right. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your thoughts this morning. Always appreciate them. I think that's the first time we've spoken this year. So good to have you back in the discussion as well. Reptiles picked up the phone on the pub test. Who are you kicking out, Reptiles, so you can get in? G'day, Shagger. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Mate, mate. Look, all of them are legends, but I've got to kick out Damien Oliver. He didn't win all the time. Mm. You know, I put too much money on him. Oh right, so it's a personal, it's a personal thing yeah. with the back pocket. That's what you're saying. Yeah, there you go, mate. You didn't win all the time. <laughs> Too many times I had money on you in your mate. See you later. Right. We'll pick out Malski, mate. Yeah, well, see, this is the this is the interesting thing, reptile. So, 
kick out Volkanovsky just isn't going to work. Ask him to leave might work if he's up for it, but I, I don't know if I'd be taking that chance. Damien Oliver, I mean, you know my love of horse racing and, and of course, the Melbourne Cup in particular. I, I could sit down and talk to Ollie all day. Ash Barty, absolute legend, loves a beer too, so you're going to have no problems there. And then John Aloisi, one of the nicest guys in Australian sport who delivered one of our greatest moments in Australian sport. It's, an, it's a conundrum and a half. He kicked the goal. You can't kick him out. You can't kick Ash out because she's good at everything else. She might kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oliver's out, uh, according to you. Thank you, Reptile. Good to hear from you. James in Hornsby. This is this is an interesting one. So we've now managed to uh, earmark Ash Barty and Damien Oliver. So at the moment, those that are, that are remaining unbeaten in the pub test are John Aloisi and Alexander Volkanovsky. What do you got? Ash Barty, out the door straight away. Why? Why? She's a mum. See, she's not going to get on the P155, is she? She's going to have to go home early and uh, look after bubs. Okay. Okay, yeah. Didn't think about that. Didn't think about that. Yeah, see? Everyone thinks all this. (laughs) She's going to be looking after bubs. She's not going to be sitting there having a few more beers. She might have one or two. (laughs) Then it's, oh, no, I've got to go home and look after my baby. Bye. (laughs) And then three people are sitting there and you're outside. Oh dear. It's good fun. This one. Thanks James. Appreciate it. All right. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. So we're thrashing that one out on this Thursday morning. Come and let me know who are you going to kick out in that pub? Um, we all remember what it was like, you know, you're standing there lining up. Can you imagine though, knowing that you're the person that's removed Ash Barty, like she's got to do the walk of shame past you. What do you look her in the eye and say, sorry, you know, but I, I just I just don't like tennis. Out you go. And then D Oliver walks by. She goes, Sorry, mate, you lost two you, you lost my money. Now let me tell you, he's heard that plenty of times. So I think he'd be not okay with it, but certainly used to it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Josh Schuster in doubt for Las Vegas after what is shaping up to be a horror preseason. To be honest, I, I didn't know that all this had played out in Josh Schuster's pre-season and there's so much focus on this player because of his immense talent um, obviously because of some issues that he's been having and the position that he's going to play at the Seagulls this year as in the position on the field and the kind of role that he's going to play and whether or not they're successful this year missed the team's final two weeks of pre-season training because he got chicken pox now you can't you know that's an illness that you and a disease that you just pick up a virus that you pick up and it's bloody horrible when you're, he's almost 23. Then suffered a fracture in his finger at the first session of this season, which required surgery to fuse the bone, Angus Crichton sort of areas there. And then suffered a calf strain that's prohibited his ability to get back up, back up and running properly and get back in the condition required to play an NRL game. So out of all of that, I mean, chicken pox, how, do you, how on earth do you avoid that if it's going to come and get you? The fracture in the finger is a difficult, really difficult one. The calf muscle strain, which he's had problems with before, is the worry for me, especially for a, at the moment, 22-year-old player. So let's see how that one plays out, and that's where my worry would be. But if you leave him back in Australia, then obviously you're taking out all the flights and all that kind of stuff, and do they allow that opportunity then to try and get him back into condition but it just seems to be two steps forward, one step back for Josh Schuster at the moment. Let's go back to the line. 
Steve is on the line uh, as we talk about the pub test, Steve. Now, you've obviously got some good insights into this. Who's going to be shown the exit door um, as you go into this pub that has Alexander Volkanovsky, Damien Oliver, Melbourne Cup winning jockey, one of the all-time greats of Australian sport, John Aloisi, or one of the all-time greats of Australian sport, Nash Barty? G'day, Matty. Welcome back. Thanks, mate. Um, the only one that I can see that has to go is Damien Oliver. Right. And I love racing. I've got a horse running in the Strathalbyn Cup tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but Damien's the only one that's got a little bit of shade in his history. Ooh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So that, so he's, that... the, he's the only one where there could be some murk. Well, there is some murky water. It was 100 years ago, but there, he's, the only, he's the only one where the mud might stick. Mm, okay. All right. So this is the interesting part. Mate, as to the reasons behind why you're removing one of these greats, because they've all got, you'd love to hang out with all of them, no doubt about it. And all four of them would be amazing together. But we've posed the question, who would you be kicking out? I'm just having a look at the Strathalbyn Cup tomorrow, which is going to be race six. So who have you got in there? I've got I've got um, a little bit of the 13, Jugan. Okay, Dugan, um, at the moment, $101, gamble responsibly. Is it worth having a look at? Oh, absolutely. Get all over it. <laughs> Love your work, Steve. Thanks, Good on you, mate. So, Dugan tomorrow in the Strathalbyn Cup, which is going to be 10 past five tomorrow afternoon. This pub test has got us talking this morning. We've still got plenty to get through, including, of course, the Australian Cricket Awards last night. A couple of you are asking if we can play Mitch Marsh's speech. We will do that coming up soon. It's 20 minutes after nine.